Hey everybody, here it is, it's January 27th, and we've got a continuation of yesterday's show, which we had to cancel because the electricity blew out through my neighborhood. (laughs) Unbelievable. So I've got Trina Reeves here. I'm Larry Jacobs, everybody. Welcome to Appreciate 12 Education Talk Radio. And I've got Trina Reeves here, who's our director of the director of STEM education down in Clayton County Public Schools. And with her is the coordinator of STEM education, Tamika McKinney. Okay, and she's at Clayton County Public Schools. And I'll tell you, we had a, having a great show yesterday, and the electricity blew out. So I'll say, good morning, Trina. How are you today? I'm doing very well. It's Friday, so you know, looking forward to having some fun on the weekend. So very excited. Going to go to Varsity for a hot dog down in Atlanta? No, <laughs> no. I think those days are behind me. To me, to me, what about you this Friday morning? <laughs> oh, I am doing awesome, Larry. Excited to be back on the show. Right. Well, I'm thrilled you're here. Let me fill everybody in. Like I said, we had a blowout of electricity, so we had to go over to today. We were talking yesterday. This show is about STEM and innovation in Georgia's Clayton Mm -hmm. County Public Schools. And as as you folks all might know, we are the American – here at the Education Talk Radio, we're the American Consortium for Equity in Education. Okay, Clayton County Schools is where Hartsfield Airport is, Major Jackson Airport down in Atlanta. It's Mm -hmm. directly contiguous to Fulton County, okay, suburban Atlanta, and it is about, what, 69% African-American, right? Correct, yes. And also, I think, 15% maybe Latino or whatever the case is. Well, it's actually actually 22%. It's 22. We got more updated. 22% um, Asian, I mean, uh, Hispanic. Wow. In our okay, so yeah. so sixty sixty nine percent African American. Mm-hmm. Okay, and twenty two percent. Wow, this is great. A beautifully, beautifully, yeah. if I may add, diverse district. Okay, mm-hmm. an urban district, if I may. All right, mm-hmm. and what we want to do in the public schools today is get these kids. Okay, kid, black kids, Latino kids, every kid. Giving them the opportunity to to see and feel and touch STEM, okay? Because mm-hmm. the profession is very short. Now, obviously, you've got ten thousand kids there, and not t- you're not going to produce ten thousand STEM workers. Maybe you will. Right. I hope you do. Okay, but at least we're going to let them see, okay, what it is. All right, and that mm-hmm. is the opportunity. I have to say something else, and I wanted to talk to both of you about this. Both, I, I believe I'm correct here. Both Trina and Tamika, you're both African American, correct? Yes, correct. Yeah, and you were both science teachers, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you were. Yes. You both were and still are women, correct? Yes. Yes. <laughs> there that you go. Correct. And I taught and I taught math as well, so I taught math and science. Oh my mm-hmm. lord, are you smart? Okay, we have to have a serious talk about <laughs> this. Okay. My point of that, okay, you two are incredible role models. Okay? You're African American, you're female, you're in science. Okay? And I have to Tamika, I'm gonna ask you this. Tamika, do the kids understand what a, what an incredible what incredible role model you are in this case, and how how this how does it affect them? I want to know this from your point of view. How does it affect them? Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. Well, the, the hope is, Larry, that they absolutely um, know how important it is um, to have women in STEM fields. That was, um, as a teacher in the classroom, that was definitely one thing that um, was a, a big focus for me um, at being a woman myself, encouraging our um, young lady to, um, to not shy away from the science and engineering and mathematics and, and here, technology. Here. Um, and, you know, it was a daily conversation. Uh, with a lot of the young ladies, encouraging them to be involved, to stay involved, um, participate in a science and engineering fair um, that we host through the district that then lends itself to those students going on to um, our state fair here in Georgia, wow. as well as, um, you know, potentially going on to the international science and engineering fair where um, many students um, receive scholarships or rides to college. Um, based on their wow. science and engineering fair projects. So it, it is absolutely a conversation um, for my young ladies as well <laughs> as um, our underrepresented um, black and brown population of students Thank you. Um, that, that is just unrepresented here um, in, in STEM fields. Oh, it's, it's it's unbelievable how underrepresented they are. And and, and what's amazing, I mean, you, you two are just shining examples of this, and I don't mean to uh, stereotype you or put you on the pedestal, but I just want to thank you for what you're doing with all this, okay, in terms of education. Absolutely. I mean it that way, okay? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's just so darn impressive, okay? And we have to mm-hmm. do this because it's – I hate to say this. It's self-serving. It's not just for the kids, it's for all of us. Absolutely. And do you, you remember the old, it may not be that old, the old United Negro College Fund, the mind is yes. a terrible yes. thing to waste. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. okay. Yes. That's exactly what we're talking about here. Okay? Mm-hmm. We can't afford as a nation to waste minds. We need everybody yeah. working together, okay, to improve everything. Okay? When we're talking about STEM, we're talking mm-hmm. about everything from food science to space science. I mean, we're talking about everything in there in mathematics and engineering and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Okay? And I'll tell you, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And so I have to ask you, when you're in charge of STEM for the whole district, Trina, at what age are we starting to get them to understand the possibilities, understand the opportunities? Because you're a pre-K-12 system. Where does it all start? We are. Mm -hmm. It starts in pre-K. And we, this was um, definitely a mind shift probably over the last five to seven years. Um, To give a little background, um, I was principal of an elementary school, and we obtained our STEM certification, um, you know, full full school certification because I also didn't believe, I think a a lot of people thought STEM and STEM was only for gifted students or advanced learners. But what we found was um, by engaging our students in STEM from a young age, um, all the way up through elementary school, our special education population, our ESL population, our fe- females, everybody was engaged. We found that discipline decreased. We found that um, student engagement increased. And so um, it was really exciting um, to see that. So now at the district level, that's that's our message. It doesn't start when you hit the CTE classes in, in, in second grade. It starts in Thank elementary you. school. Yeah. Yes. And, and by the way, what you just said to me, I, I loved what you just said, that it doesn't start when you hit the CTE classes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, and I mm-hmm. say this a million times, career and tech education used to be called vocational education. 
And they would exactly. send me yes, to wood was. shop, and they would send me to metal shop, and they'd mm-hmm. send the girls to home ec. Okay? It had right, nothing right. to do with academics. Okay? I just right. want to say mm-hmm. about the importance mm-hmm. of CTE right across the board. It is career and technical education. And if you want to be a welder or a plumber, okay, if you don't understand math, science, and engineering, you're going to be a lousy welder and you're going to be a lousy plumber. Okay? It's that simple. You want to be an auto mechanic? You're going to be a lousy auto mechanic, okay, if you don't understand technology. Okay? Well, I think Mm -hmm. the light bulb has come on. The light bulb has come on in Georgia because the CTE and down – here in the South, CTAE, the ag- agriculture science in um, the acronym as well, but they're they're actually bringing it down to elementary school. So now we're looking at even our mm-hmm. state understanding the importance of starting that CTAE process in elementary school. So we're really excited about that. Was that Trina? Yeah. Trina? Was that you, Trina? Yes, that's Trina. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tra- Tra- mm-hmm. Trina. I, I, you know, I heard about the, when the night the lights went out in Georgia. Now we know that the light bulbs went on in Georgia. Right. <laughs> yeah. We need a new song. The light bulbs are coming on in Georgia. They've been on for quite a long time, I might add. <laughs> the lights are on in Absolutely. Georgia. You know. Yes. With, with all this said. <laughs> with all this said. All right. Uh, we were doing pretty well, but. Yeah, we were doing okay. Let me just say that. I'm talking nationally. And then COVID hit. <laughs> and COVID mm-hmm. it was horrible. Okay, it was horrible. How many million people died? It was horrible. Okay, a lot of a lot of kids lost relatives. A lot of people died. A lot of people got sick. Okay, so I don't want to make that part of COVID good. Okay, but emergencies force change, as we all know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and sometimes it takes something like that to get us moving, and I don't want to make anything good. Of, I guess there's a silver lining to a dark cloud. Let's put it that way. Okay? Mm-hmm. Point B. Uh, and I'll ask Tamika, uh, not Tamika, I want to ask Trina because she's director. Trina, talk about how COVID affected STEM education, okay, if it did, okay, and in what ways. What happened to all the, all the progress you were doing, et cetera, and where are we now? But I'll ask that to Trina. So- Okay, so I, I you said something just a minute ago that I I think is the forefront of my mind. It forced people to get out of their comfort zone. I yeah, find that educators yeah. tend to be traditional, and change is really, mm-hmm. really difficult sometimes. But it forced people to get comfortable with technology when maybe they yeah. weren't before. But it also created opportunities to be creative. So I'll give you an example. Um, Go ahead. We did a STEM unit in which we had the parents come by and pick up their what they needed to do the PBL, mm-hmm. the project-based learning, and we still, like, we had to be creative. We still found a way to do this. It was a six-week project, and the kids were engaged. They, they logged on every day. They looked forward to it. <laughs> so it really forced people to think differently and outside of the box. Um, I won't say it was prevalent. I mean, we definitely took steps back. Um, I'm a part of a – Tamika and I are part of a, a collaborative of um, – them um, directors and coordinators around the metro area, and all of us saw oh, good. steps back. But yes. it definitely made us think differently. And I will tell you that I went from just a few schools interested in STEM to over half of our schools interested wow. in STEM certified. So it it really mm-hmm. it really changed mindsets. 
And, and you said something I have to I have to ask you, and I don't, I, I'll, I'll say since you answered, I'll ask you again, Trina. Okay, this is the second time you said that, and I'm not sure I understand what it is. You said STEM certified. What is that? Is that a Georgia thing, or what? What is that? I'm not sure. So there are two. In the, yeah. So um, we, you know, just like um, the systems or schools get certified. Um, what's that? Accredited. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's an accreditation process. Just like that, they have one specifically for STEM um, from Cogna, which is an international certification. Um, wow. And they used to be Advanced Ed. You may have heard of Advanced Ed, but now they're no, I have heard of them. So yeah, yeah. International yeah. certification, and then our state also has a STEM or STEAM certification process in the state. So there are two ways your school can demonstrate through artifacts, observations. Um, project-based learning, transdisciplinary learning, that they have created a culture of STEM. So that is um, one of our goals, um, is as many schools as, that we can support. All of our schools we support with STEM, but those schools who want um, certification in, you know, or an accreditation in STEM, we um, provide a little extra support to help them through the process. Boy, that that is that is excellent. Thank you for explaining that, Tamika. Okay, we're yes. talking about STEM, and the three of us all know what STEM is, and all that. My audience knows mm-hmm. what STEM is, but we gotta we gotta impress the customers who are the kids, okay? <laughs> and we get the other yeah. and and on and our if I may, you'll laugh. The retail clerks, the people who greet the the, the customers, i.e., the teachers. Okay, they're they're a big part of how well we all do with this, as you might have noted. The teachers are amazing. Okay, how are we doing? And we're going to talk about what you're working with Discovery in just a second. But how are we doing? Because not every elementary teacher is a science major or a math major. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, yes. they're Jackson Jills of all trades. Let's be honest. Okay. All right, and they yes, do a, an amazing job, but I don't, I don't mean you know that this is a compliment. But how do now your your STEM your pre K twelve basically? Mm-hmm. How is everybody handling it? Okay, especially in elementary yes. and into the upper grades with the greater emphasis, so to speak. Go ahead. Yes, great question. So um, I think that they are all handling it um, at their own pace. To be fully transparent. Um, one thing that I can say, our district has done an amazing job with keeping STEM at the forefront and um, in creating my position, which I just joined as the coordinator of STEM. It was a new position in our district in Ooh. September of 2022. Wow. Congrats. Yes. Congrats. Lucky and them. thank you. And <laughs> Lucky yes, them. Congrats I will hope so. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. And with that in mind, I think that what that allowed us to now do is to support those teachers that you were just referencing um, in in terms of them understanding um, both the importance of um, STEM education, the benefits of STEM education, um, and and also being comfortable, having that comfortability and being able to truly implement STEM education. Because I think that that education piece is sometimes – um, get misunderstood when we just hear STEM in general in terms of STEM jobs and work and fields um, versus STEM education. And so for pre-K through 12, what we, um, Mrs. Reeves and I try our best to do is to provide our schools with support that are going through, um, that are engaged in their students in STEM education. We provide um, to our teachers with um, professional development, with understanding how to truly build 
um, and develop, create lesson plans, um, as Ms. Reeves um, spoke on earlier, that are integrated. Getting our teachers to understand that the true basis of STEM is integration, and that is the integration of multiple contents within one lesson. Yeah. And so, um, you know, just taking them through that, um, that training and getting them to truly understand um, how that looks, how it can be implemented, as well as um, supporting our administrators with knowing the look forward to assess or to monitor um, the the uses of of STEM and ensuring that our students are constantly engaged in STEM education and those STEM practices. Um, and then I'll also just circle back for just a moment. Um, earlier when you all touched on CTE and yeah. um, you spoke on vocational schools, um, well, I, as I stated um, yesterday, I'm from Chicago, and I actually went to uh, Chicago Vocational Career Academy um, there in the inner city of Chicago. And, um, you know, what I have always come to say is that STEM has been around for years. And, um, you know, I, I graduated in the, in the 1990s, <laughs> I'll say that. And so I'm graduating then with my um, license. I, I can do I can do, I can do math to me because I, I can do math. You graduated yes. when you were four years old. I can do the math. I got it. Don't worry. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. But but graduating with my license in cosmetology <laughs> and going through that program um, and and just oh yes absolutely they had programs for our where some of our <laughs> some of the students graduated with their LPN license for nursing. Um, we had um, seat metal, I mean, everything that you just talked about. But I say all that to say this. The difference between the education then or vocational school then and what we are trying to do with STEM now is that we want to, we want teachers to understand that it can still be STEM in those vocational trades because if they are intentional about making the connections between the sciences and the math that exist within those different vocations, then you are absolutely preparing your students to then leave from high school, either going into the work field or into higher education um, with a mindset and with skill-based um, understanding of how STEM works um, in multiple ways. So I definitely um, think that, that we are on the forefront and, and definitely on the you correct are. trajectory to um, ensuring that our teachers as well as our students understand that, that, that that's where STEM education is currently. And, and to me, I have to tell you something based on all you said. Uh, you don't know this, but Monday here is Tamika McKinney Day. You're not going to believe this. Okay, you ready for this? Uh, my, I have two podcasts. I have two podcasts scheduled for Monday. The first one is about CTE and with a cosmetology teacher. Okay. Wow. That ring a bell? Yeah. No, I'm not done. Wow. And then on, then the second podcast is about a new movie. That's all about a really fantastic preschool on the south side of Chicago, geared for inner city kids down there. They're about a movie they made called Tomorrow's Hope, which is a new documentary. So the two shows are directly related 
to my guest today, Tamika McKinney. I'm going to send you both shows so you can listen when I'm done. Okay? Absolutely. I will love that. I came up with my entire Monday is wrapped up in in Tamika. I love it. Okay, is that funny? That's some weird question. Now, okay, now Love Chicago it. girl, White Sox fan, I'm embarrassed to say, as opposed to the Cubs, and we'll get into that later. Okay. Of course. I can't help that. That's it. You'll, have to, you'll, have to, you'll have to overcome that challenge yourself. That's all I can tell you. Okay. Oh, no. But, but, you know, what you were saying a minute ago, and, you know, we say STEM, like it's one mm-hmm. thing, it's science, technology, engineering, math. Okay, but the point yes. you're making is incredibly important, and that is that STEM has to have context. Okay, Absolutely. and I will use myself as the imbecile example. When I was math was math and science was science when I was a kid in school. Okay, both had mm-hmm. I'm so old, both had been recently invented. Okay, but my point <laughs> is that math was taught in a total vacuum. Science was taught Absolutely. in a total mm-hmm. vacuum. Okay, and of course, we didn't even have technology and engineering get out of that. That didn't even. But my point is, if if we get all this Mm -hmm. together and show kids the opportunities that are out there and how it relates, okay, to them, and how I would, if I was a teacher these days, I'd only have a big wad of play money, and I would say, Mm -hmm. okay, throw the money out to the kids. You listen here, you're going to be making real money someday. Okay, so keep this and remember me. Okay. Because that's what it's about, mm-hmm. to make you economically secure, though you're too young to understand that now. Okay, so keep the play money. All right? And I want to segue into this. You guys are using the discovery stuff, okay, discovery education. Yeah. Okay, and one of the things I've always loved about discovery is that they open up a window for kids. I mean, there's a lot of good curriculums out there, but they open up a window to show students and help teachers, by the way, but show students – that there's a world of opportunity, by the way, that's a lot of fun. It's real interesting if you pay attention, okay? You really want to pay attention. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that about opening up these opportunities to those kids? And I'll, I'll give it to Tamika, but if you want, you can pass it over to Trina. The, the, giving the kids the opportunities. And talk about how you're using the Discovery curriculum, if you want to, to, to do that. But I think it's important. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I think so as well. Um, As we know with anything um, in education, uh, in order to be um, truly um, receptive from the student's perspective of STEM education or any other discipline um, of education, it is always enhanced by resources. And what's so very important about our our new partnership with Discovery Education is that this digital resource (laughs) It it allows um, our students to continue to be exposed um, to ed tech, to enhance the idea and the understanding of integration um, through digital literacy. Uh, It also, uh, it does a really great job with with Discovery Education, providing our teachers um, also with opportunities to become um, familiarized with um, additional lessons or activities, giving them ideas um, that they can expound upon in their classrooms um, to engage their students in integration and in STEM. And so it does, um, it, it, it definitely lends itself um, to support teaching and learning through and through um, when we are talking about um, resources such as discovery education. And it also fosters um, that, that idea that um, teaching and learning can be fun. 
and it absolutely can be used with a digital resource, but it can also um, take itself from digital to being used and applied in the classroom because that's what we still want to do. We still want our teachers and our students to know that the digital resource can be the starting point, but with discovery education and the lessons and everything that are embedded within that that platform, it then lends itself to uh, teachers and students um, using the information that they are learning and engaging in digitally to then apply it um, to um, projects, PBLs, um, if you will, in the classroom. Then now being engaged, being hands-on, and just truly enhancing students and deepening students' understanding of those specific standards and concepts um, that we want them to um, to understand and to know, um, it, it, it all brings it truly um, together. And, you know, I'll you jump just in. Said, uh, wait, you, you just used an important okay. word, okay, to make it. That was deepening. You know, uh, I used to be yes. able to pass my tests because I have a good memory, okay? That's probably why the reason mm-hmm. I became a mm-hmm. Great point. Okay? I, have a good, I have a good memory, okay? And a lot of the stuff, I would pass the test and forget it, okay? It wasn't deep. I'd forget that they were moving on based on what I supposedly learned to the next thing, okay? But I had passed the yes. test. And the key word yes. is deepening, okay? And mm-hmm. when you can get those layers that lay those layers of learning into a kid's brain, that's really saying something. Before I go over to Trina, I want to ask, what grades are you using this in, the discovery stuff? Right now, I'm K-8, K through 8th grade. And are the science teachers in 8th grade using it? Uh, and, and that's a great question, Larry. So, um, no, not just our science teachers, um, which is interesting that you um, you said that. We going back again to what we are um, encouraging our students, our teachers to understand. STEM is integration of multiple contexts, and so we are Thank encouraging the that. use of it um, in in all classes that that can find that. a way to truly. Um, make a connection um, in, in a sense-making connection for our students with whatever concepts um, that are being taught. We, we want to ensure that they are um, engaging in um, discovery education, but through, um, through, through the lens of just building those yeah. metacognitive skills that our students need. Yeah, to break down those barriers between subjects, multiple content levels. I love that. Absolutely. You know, it's for all teachers to to work all the time, and and that's the way it all comes together. Okay, it's how's it all working out, Trina? What's your what's your sense of it for STEM education across the county right now? So, um, there's. They're definitely using it. They're excited about it. Um, they're still mm-hmm. training. They actually are training today. So, you know, when you're dealing with the digital yes. platform as rich as discovery education, you you have to provide that professional development piece. We talk about professional development must yeah. be ongoing yeah. to support teachers. So um, they're getting comfortable with it. They're excited about it. I had a couple of more schools mm-hmm. ask to join. So um, we have Woo. to get them on board, right? Um, but one of the things mm-hmm. that was truly attractive about this to me was the career connections as well. Oh, yeah. um, oh, I remember yeah. teaching in my math class and these kids were oh, saying, yeah. where am I going to use this? And I had to I'm, show I'm them telling you, carry that wad of paper money. Carry that yes, wad of paper yes. money and throw it out to the kids. <laughs> yes. You think I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. They'll love it. Yes. Okay? It makes, it makes yes. a huge difference. And so that was extremely attractive. Um, yes. 
you know, yes. so it, it is a definitely a support for all, and that's the other part, getting all teachers, mm-hmm. not just science teachers, not just math teachers, Correct. all teachers comfortable with that. using platforms like this to enhance the lessons in their class. So They, yeah. uh, they, they have to be. And, uh, yeah, I, I got two questions on that. Question A, Trina, okay, and you just brought up something I thought was really interesting. You said that other schools are Ooh. requesting it, which, which brings – can you guys – you got time? Still got time? Yeah. You okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Trina, Trina, how are you rolling this out? Okay. How many you got a lot, how many schools are in Clayton County? I mean it's a huge thing. We have how many schools? We have approximately sixty eight schools. But we have so so let me give you a little background. Um our yeah, former um superintendent gave every school fifty thousand dollars to spend on STEM. Every school. Well so we gave them a list of resources because, you know, STEM is unique and can be very personal to the school and the community issues mm-hmm. that they face. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to give yes. them choice. And so Discovery Ed was one of the – and what I told them, if you choose Discovery Education, we're going to create a cohort. So we – thank you for have to help me with this. We had how many – approximately how many schools? Eleven schools. We so we okay. have 11 we schools. Approximately now 11. 11. Mm-hmm. We started with 11, but now it's growing. And we're really excited yeah, about working. the growth, you know, uh, of the schools that are interested. And so, um, mm-hmm. I went, they did. They bought the program, but I paid for their professional development because, like I said, that is extremely oh, wow. important to me. <laughs> that ongoing professional development is imperative. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So, oh. <laughs> so we, I guess, it's about twenty percent of our schools, 15, you know, fifteen to twenty percent of our schools are a part of this first year. Of discovery education. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing I'm hearing noise in the background. Is it between classes or something over there? No, we're, what, I'm in my. I'm I don't know where that sounds coming from. To me, we're, 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 yeah, yeah, we're in our offices. It's, well, I'm in my office too. I can't imagine where it's coming. It sounds like there were yeah. kids going through in the hall, which I was. I had a big smile on my face. I love it when that happens. Okay, and I heard the bell. I heard a bell ring. Okay, a few seconds oh, wow. ago, and I'm thinking. I'm thinking, wow, you know, this is great. This is real life stuff. It's, it's, it's really great. Let me ask you another question. This is, this is key, okay? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what the, the economics of your district, okay? But how are we doing in terms of the kids being able to access, okay, through the technology with broadband and everything else? How are we able to uh, they able to access it? Okay, is that, is that okay to be? Are we Great okay question. in that regard? Boy, there's all that noise yes. going on in the background. I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah, it's really weird because I'm we're it is. at the district office in our offices. That's really strange. But you um, hear it so, too. You hear it too. Yeah, I do hear it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> How uh, bizarre! It's like a party line. It the, is. Where it's coming from? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we when the pandemic hit, we. Um, our district made sure we had a one-to-one for all students, mm-hmm. and then we also worked on boosting the ability for signals and service to stretch across the district. So mm-hmm. that piece, um, we all students have access to the technology. And wow. if parents need additional wow. assistance at home, Great. we provide that support to help them at home. I will oh. tell you, I just had a meeting today. One of the issues is keeping the devices Running, like you know, because mm-hmm. kids are, are not always the most careful, especially our younger students. Really, I hadn't so noticed. Just, really, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so trying to keep up with 
the device maintenance would be, I say, a challenge that we are working through now. But students definitely have have access. Right. It 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 is all so important. You know, we are we have a magazine. It's called Equity and Access. Okay, and that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. That's what it all boils down to. We give, we 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 do it in an equitable manner. We give all kids access, and they will shine. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what it's about. And it's also the same thing for teachers. And I just have to end on this note: it's tough finding teachers these days. That's why, and I have to say, that's why it's so important to have good curriculum products and good ed tech. Because newer mm-hmm. teachers, they're fewer and further between. Okay, we need good right. products to help them as best we can. That said, okay, and I'll ask Trina, Trina, how are we doing on teacher retention and teacher recruitment in terms of science and math? Uh, always has been a challenge to be transparent, yep. finding qualified yeah, math, science, and special education. Those are our three. Oh, yeah. And then also yeah. in those CTE courses, specialized courses, it's hard yeah. to get a computer science teacher when they can work in industry and make no money, right? So um, we try to be as creative as as we can through – we've done um, incentives for teachers. Um, We – I know um, in STEM and uh, computer science, I've uh, worked with teams, and we've created a STEM and computer science endorsement so we can build our own capacity within the district for those um, courses. Um, But it's definitely a challenge. It's something that the HR department works with with the coordinators so that we can get highly qualified, competent teachers in our yeah. classroom. So yeah. that's that's a challenge, I think, across the nation. It is. Um, it's a challenge teacher. everywhere, and I was just curious how you guys were doing with it. And I'll, I'll say this to you, and this is really important. Again, I'll say it. You two are, 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 are such beautiful examples, okay, of the kind of people we need, people who who look like and understand the kids they are teaching. Okay, mm-hmm. and, and, and and I it's just so darn important these days. So keep being a great example, and you know Clayton County will just shine. You just you guys are just terrific. So I can't thank you enough for being here today and putting up with my electricity here in town. <laughs> I'm so glad you went. I'm, <laughs> yesterday, I'm so glad we got this together. And I'll send you yeah. Tamika, well both of you, but I'll send you uh, the links to. Uh, uh, Monday shows you can listen whenever once yes, they go please. on. Okay, They're, that's it's amazing to me how you you fit in perfectly. So it's to me it's to uh-huh. Monday here. Okay, <laughs> thank you both. Okay, go have that. Trina, I don't care. Go have that varsity hot dog. Treat yourself. Thank you so much again, Larry. Thank you, ladies. You're both terrific. Have <laughs> a great you. weekend. Thank you. you bye bye. Yes, you too. Bye bye. Well, aren't they wonderful? That's the Tamika and Trina show. That's Tamika McKinney, Trina Reeves. I've got to thank Discovery Education for putting this one together for me. Down in Clayton County, Georgia, okay, uh, a district that is urban, diverse, moving the right way, understands their kids, and, boy, I'll tell you, it's tough out there, and they're doing one great job. Okay, thank you, Stephen, over at Discovery for giving me this one. We're going to archive the show over at ace-ed.org. Please go over there and see what we do. I'm Larry Jacobs, and here's the music that wouldn't play at the beginning. There you go. Everybody have a good weekend.